All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. It's Brian's turn to talk about his slutty adventures today, which I love for so many reasons. I know very little of what we're going to be talking about today, and that excites the hell out of me. Before we get to that, though, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. You guys know that we love Cassidy. We use it to meet all sorts of people. We actually, being here in Vegas, have people constantly reaching out to us to have drinks, to just get together, to make new friends. I mean, it's just a great way to network with people, really, no matter where you're at. So if you want to start that networking process in the lifestyle, we recommend going to Cassidy.com or trying it for free for an entire month. When you go to FrontPorchSwingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage, we hope to see you there. So we went to a pool party yesterday. I want to start this off there because things got fucking awkward. I fell back into very, very poor Brenna habits, and I think we need to discuss it. Yeah, we had the uh, pool party yesterday that we attend every Monday, basically, at the Sahara. Uh, The folks at Playhouse LV host that, and there were some guys there that you found very attractive. I knew you would. Two super hot dudes. Yeah, so true you fashion. I knew you were not going to pull the trigger. So I introduced (laughs) myself. uh, Then, of course, introduced you. Yeah, but you had to embarrass me, too, because what you said was you walked up and you introduced yourself. And then you're like, yeah, my partner thinks you're really attractive, but she (laughs) didn't have the balls to come over here herself. I'm like, thanks for throwing me under the bus, jerk. Well, you didn't. So I thought, okay, you need a little bit of a push. All right. I got it. This is why I won the bet. I'm just saying. Okay, so here's my whole thing. Why the fuck am I like that, even if it's lifestyle people, but in a vanilla setting? Because this was not a like a lifestyle no, thing. No, no, no. This, this is was just, a clothed public pool. Yeah, it's just a. It's just. It's more than anything. It's a meet and greet at a pool uh, every Monday. Is pretty much what it is. So, right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's. It's lifestyle people, but not in any kind of lifestyle engagement or you know arrangement setting. Right. Yeah. So why am I like that? What the fuck is wrong with me? Don't have any idea. God, I really don't like being like that. And he was like totally that. interested. Both of them were. Yeah, I think they both totally want to fuck me. Yeah, one The one guy you actually said you were corresponding with at one point didn't realize it was the same guy. Yeah, well, and he's ridiculously attractive, and I've talked to him since, and he definitely wants to, but I need to fucking work on that. I need to be more confident. I don't know what my issue is. It's like this mental block when I'm in a vanilla setting. I walk into a place like Playhouse LV or one of our events or whatever, I am... I'm the polar opposite. Yeah, I don't know. And it's, you know, they're all lifestyle folks that we were around, so it shouldn't really matter other than everybody was completely clothed with which shouldn't make that much of a difference. Yeah, I honestly think what it is is I feel very vulnerable being in like swimwear meeting someone for the first time. It's fucking weird for me. Yeah, I like the pool, so. I like to feel sexy when I meet people and I feel sexy when I'm in like a really nice cocktail dress, when I'm in really nice shoes, my hair's all done, my makeup looks great. I feel like a drowned rat at the pool. I do not feel sexy. So I think that's definitely part of it. It could be, but again, I don't think there was any reason you could not have approached the one particular gentleman and introduced yourself and of had a conversation not. with him. Yeah, I was just a giant pussy. Yeah, he jumped in and started talking to us right away yep. uh, for you know 30 minutes or so. And I got his contact information, gave him my, mine, of course, 
then gave him yours. And so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely interest there. So there's no reason not to pull the trigger. So well, I'm fucking neurotic. And also, let's not, you know, pot kettle a little bit, okay? Because I'm sure you've seen many attractive women that you have never gone up to ever. Yeah, for sure. But So I'm why not... am I expected to if you don't? Well, you're, this is your MO. I mean, this is what you do. You are the one engaging the majority of the time with single gentlemen. And this that's who this was. This is a single person. Also, let's not forget, it's different if, like it or not, this gender role thing matters. For me to approach a woman or to speak to a woman just kind of off the cuff, regardless of how I, I try to come off, I could easily come off as being creepy, pushy, weird, whatever. 52-year-old dudes shouldn't be doing a lot of that, <laughs> is in my opinion, especially outside of a you know, the space of a lifestyle type situation. Well, as so, a woman, I have to completely disagree with you. I think yeah, there is maybe. something so attractive about a confident man who can flirt and then leave the ball in your court. Well, but that's more or less what I do. I don't ever hit on anybody directly. I mean, I'll, I'll have banter or conversation and just let that kind of lay and see where it goes. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm never pushy. I never want to be that guy. Yeah, but you're also never flirty. You're very friendly. You're a very gregarious yeah. person, but you're not flirty unless someone flirts with you directly first. I'm just saying we both could work on it a little. Yeah, but in again, in a vanilla setting like a bar or, or at the pool even, like where we were yesterday, there were a couple of couples that engaged with us and chatted with us. And then the couple at the end that was talking to me when we were getting ready to leave. And I'm conversant with them, no question about it, but... Yeah, for me to be flirtatious, no, I'm going to be friendly and outgoing and and have a conversation with you and let you decide whether we go any further, which is really what I do anyway. Yeah. You know? So Well, it's it, kind of what this guy did at the pool yesterday, too. He yeah. obviously saw that I was interested, actually heard it because you told him that I was. He knew you were because I absolutely <laughs> told him that you were. He knew beforehand. I was fucking eyeing him the entire time. I was like, I fucking him. He was so hot. Yeah, but you had sunglasses on. Fortunately, he couldn't really see. No, I kept putting them off and putting them on my head specifically so that he could see that I was looking at him. Yeah, meanwhile, you wouldn't talk to him on your own. You're yeah, so that's silly. probably more creepy. Me just For like sure. I fucking him from across the pool instead yeah. of just saying hello and introducing myself. Why am I like just this? Just perving from across the pool instead of going over <laughs> and introducing yourself. Yeah, that's maybe I'm the creepy one and I just don't realize it. Maybe, maybe, but it worked out either way. But yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I guess it's, I don't know, not so much a confidence thing or... I don't know. It's hard to explain. Right? It's 100% a confidence thing because I feel sexy when I'm in my element, when I'm dressed well, when I'm put together. Yeah. And and also when I'm in that mindset period, like when you're going to a lifestyle event, that's very different than you're going to a vanilla pool and just hanging out and potentially meeting people. That Those are two very different things. No, no doubt about it. That's for sure. Also, let's face it, we, you likely were not prepared or even thought potentially that we would meet anybody there because we know Hell most no. of the people that come. It's usually like the same group of people, unless it's a holiday like 4th of July or that kind of thing where there's 100 people, 75 people. But typically it's 30 folks at a private pool with a cabana. Not we, even 30, 25. And yeah. usually I would say the vast majority of them are couples and, and the vast majority them. of them are couples we've already met. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's different. Yeah, this is a, a little bit of a unique situation in that there was just as many single guys as there were couples at this particular pool party. Yeah, and these two specifically were, fuck, I'm telling you, these are like two of the hottest dudes I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I know. These guys definitely stand out, so <laughs> no doubt about it. And it, they were very cool. I enjoyed talking to both of them, and uh, I'm sure we will see them at some point. I sure hope so. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. 
But I'm leaving it up to you from going forward. You're going to have to talk to him. Okay, so fair I'm enough. not setting it up. You're going to have to do it. That's fair. I did what I could do. I'll take the reins. Don't you worry. All right. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. So we've had a pretty interesting week. I got a chance to play with Nicole, and I haven't had a chance to play with her in a while because our schedules have been so fucking crazy, and that is always hot. Got to see her, I guess, Saturday, was it? Saturday or Friday, whatever day it was? Saturday. In the afternoon, our, our normal uh, afternoon rendezvous. Always lovely to see her and to experience and taste her and all that good stuff. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm sure it was. And I've been there myself. Yes, you have. We certainly have. And we're going to see them probably a kind of vanilla date night this week, too. So we can catch up and, you know, we can talk a little bit more about what our schedules look like going forward. But I don't even want to. I don't even want to think about what our schedules look like going forward. We have way overcommitted. It's fucking so silly on this at this point. It, it really is. Especially we're leaving to go out of town next. Well, we have our event in town next week. Then going to Denver also the following day. Yeah, actually, week. as this episode is going up, we have an event this coming weekend. Yeah. Actually, two. We have one on Thursday. We have one on Saturday. Again, totally packed too much, and we are stupid. I don't know why we did that. Yeah, we actually said the last time we did this that we weren't going to do it again, and we did the exact same thing again. <laughs> the only difference is our flight to Denver leaves two hours later than it did last time. Hey, so listen. It's 8.30 instead of 6.30. Two hours makes a whole world of difference if it's if it's the difference between no sleep and two yeah. hours of sleep. We didn't sleep last time, yeah. and I'm not doing that again. No fucking way. That was just a terrible fucking plan. I was a zombie for like the next fucking 24 hours. It was terrible. Try like the next week. I yeah. couldn't catch up. It was horrible. but not, it, not a good plan. I mean, it was worth it. The event was fucking awesome. Both of them were. And I'm sure the, these two are going to be no exception because we love Denver. We love the Denver scene. We love the people there. We love the venue there. Well, we it's just going to be great. people coming. We do. We have a people lot. from all over the country. Yeah. A lot of them are our friends. Listen, th- this time being in the house with everybody is going to be very different. Yeah, so to explain this, we throw events, when we do them in Denver, we do them at a bed and breakfast that we basically take over. So there are rooms on property, and we have basically filled the rooms with friends coming from across the country. So that'll be a fucking blast. It's going to be just a giant sleepover. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, big fucking pajama party. Yes. That's all it is. Yeah, I'll get the s'mores and the feedy pajamas. I can't wait. The last time we packed like 12 people into a hot tub, I'm going to see if we can break that record this time. Oh, I think we probably can. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. So what I'm going to talk about today is interesting because I think it's also part of what I would consider to be single guy tip of the week. Okay. If that makes sense, right? So I had the opportunity to play with a single gal who I am seeing now. I've seen her a couple of times. going to see her again soon. Two of them, actually, but this particular gal, and we're going to call her Susan. She'll understand why. Okay. This is unique because the, the two gals that I'm referring to are legitimate single women. Yes. They are not coupled in any way. They're not solo ladies. They're single ladies. Single ladies. And they both interacted with me on Cassidy first. Right. And here's the tip. So I'm not sure what you had in mind for single guy tip of the week. This is pretty much it for me. And I can say that this works... 99 times out of 100. Okay? okay. What I do is very simple. If you look at my profile, regardless of the platform, if you look at it, I see that you looked at it. Even if you haven't left me a message, even if I'm not interested or you potentially maybe aren't interested or I get the vibe that there's not a fit because of the bio or whatever, I always reach out and thank them for stopping by and looking at my profile. Always. Literally always. And what that does is it gives people an opportunity to speak back to me or, you know, digitally communicate with me. 
And with these two gals, Susan being one of them, it's exactly what I did, and she reached right out. So for guys who are like myself, who don't want to be pushy, who aren't trying to be super eager and don't want to be creepy and reach out to people, once someone looks at your profile, guys, all you really need to do is shoot them a message and thank them for checking out your profile, really appreciate the time kind of thing, and just leave it at that. Nothing weird. Don't send any dick pics. You don't need to do any of that shit. Just thank you very much and move it along. And if they're interested, that's a perfect opportunity for them to say something to you. So I obviously it works for you because you've gotten, you've gotten a lot of people very interested in you and communicating digitally with you because of that, and people are always very impressed by that gesture. To play devil's advocate if I'm a couple or a person in general and I go and look at your profile and then you respond back and say, thanks for looking at my profile, I assume you're interested. Well, So I would recommend only doing it if you're interested. Yeah, but for me, I think it's, it's a little bit different, obviously, because depending on the situation, depending on the platform, some of these folks are, they find me because they're coming to an event or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's a little bit different for us because we really do use Cassidy for like networking. All the platforms, really. So yeah. I don't want to just completely dismiss somebody. And, you know, listen, you, you took the time to look. A lot of times, even if it is a couple who looks at the profile who does not have like single guys listed on their profile as being interested in, I still thank them anyway. And yeah. like I said, 98, 98, 99% of the time, I get a response. Even if it's just, thank you very much, I really appreciate it. And that's the end of it. But it does put the ball in their court. Single person, coupled person, whatever. Yeah, they can either not respond. They Absolutely. can respond and be like, ooh, I want that hot Italian sausage. Well, whatever it is. But the one thing when it comes to guys, <laughs> single guys in particular, or guys like myself who are partnered but do play solo, you, you just don't want to be the fucking creeper. I don't want to be the fucking creeper. I want to be like, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Super thankful that you stopped by. And if you have an interest, shoot me a message and we'll go from there. I promise you guys, it has absolutely paid dividends for me. Well, okay. So I think that kind of relates to what I was going to talk about for Single Guy Tip of the Week, which is I don't like being chased. I like right. to kind of do the chasing. And I think you're approach is perfect for that because it doesn't feel like you're chasing that person. No. Once again, you're just planting the seed and kind of walking away and they can do with the seed what they choose to. I don't like the guys that feel like they're so hungry to be with me. That is such a turnoff. You know, I've had guys reach out and again, I'm a compliment slut. I fucking love it. I love being told I'm cute, but there's guys that'll reach out and they'll provide like 20 compliments in one message. Yeah, and yeah. it's just so overly eager. And I could not be less interested in that type of guy because I assume it means you're desperate. And I don't want to be with a desperate guy. I want to be with the guys that everyone wants. Yeah, there's something to be said for being polite and complimentary, but not to the extent where it becomes creepy. Right. You know, one well, compliment, not in, great. Not in the first message either. Yeah, one compliment, fine. But to I've had guys that the the email that they send, the digital correspondence they start with is five paragraphs of them talking about all the different things that they like about my body and my face and the way that I, you know, right. take pictures and X, Y, Z. And it it really does come across as very thirsty. And we've talked about the thirstiness before and just how off-putting that is to most people. But I think it's especially true with that first message. I can tell a lot from someone's interest level whether it's too much or not enough with that first correspondence. Well, it's, it's also not just the interest level, at least for me. The one thing I try to get across, and I use 
verbiage to do that essentially is I let them know that I'm appreciative that they obviously took a look at my profile. Thank you very much. But also the wording that I use is, is very specific. So they understand that I am appreciative of it. I can hold a conversation and I'm not a total dolt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a complete fucking simpleton. So if they are going to respond to me, it's like, okay, well, maybe we find him attractive, but also he can hold a conversation. And he can form complete fucking sentences. Yeah. And I can use punctuation. So that's a big deal. I mean, well, it really is. And it's obviously working for you because you have too many opportunities right now. We yes. talked about this on a recent bonus episode, but you're playing with three women other than me, yes. one gentleman. Yes. And you have multiple couples looking to play with you when they come into Vegas over the next few months. I don't know how the fuck you do it. Uh, I don't know either. There's also I've actually I had the opportunity to uh, meet another gentleman for drinks two or nights ago, or I don't even, whatever it was, two or three nights ago. I, I honestly just didn't have it in me. I, I just couldn't do it. It was yeah. just too much. I don't you know, blame I you. I want to. Great looking guy, and it seems like somebody that I might connect with, but it's a lot. Yeah. It's a good problem to have. I'm not complaining. It's you know. I, I'm very humbled by the the attention for sure, particularly by the two single ladies that I'm, I'm currently playing with and, and seeing because they are exceptional single women. Yeah, I mean they are exceptional women. You've met one already. You have not met Susan yet, but potentially you will the next time we see each other. And for me, I'm always flattered that anyone pays me attention, including you. So this is a <laughs> unique situation me. for me because they're fucking hot. Susan is smoking hot redhead, that milky white skin covered in fucking freckles. You guys know what I'm talking about. Holy shit, is it hot? And <laughs> she is so fucking sexy. It's amazing. I, she sends me naughty messages. Oh, she just she's crazy hot. So it, I'm really lucky. Yeah, you're always like, oh, she is such a naughty girl. I'm like, why? And you're like, she's sending me all sorts of stuff right yeah, now. Like, look at this picture she sent me first thing this morning. <laughs> yeah, it, she's so fucking hot. So this experience, uh, I got to tell you, it was really, I enjoy the connection. You, you know that. I, I talk about it a lot. And the way that this whole thing kind of played out and how we connected and started to kind of form this bond over drinks. And then it turned into this fucking hot session, which really fueled the next play session that I had with her and all the digital correspondence subsequent to that. It's really just intense. It's great. Well, I'm excited for you. Yeah. I, I was, but I'm pretty sure your dance card's full. I, I really think you're going to yeah. have to start turning people down. This couple reached out to me on Instagram. They're listeners of our show, so they're probably listening right now. Beautiful woman beautiful and they want to hang out with you so badly when they come and i'm like i just don't know if that's in the cards I, you know i would love to meet you love to meet you and just have a drink and thank you for reaching out yeah a drink's a little how. bit different than banging like oh, yeah. to me it's like you only have a certain amount of banging possibility in a week including because you have a partner that wants to jump your bones literally every day well it's also interesting like with couples who reach out from that are coming into town a lot of times i'll say to them something like you know if they start to correspond with me after i've sent them that initial message and my whole thing is, yeah, if you come into town, let me know when you get here. We'll, I'll figure out if I have a schedule opening, if we can make it work with your schedule and mine. And I'd love to meet you for a drink. And a lot of times with couples, probably half the time, maybe more, it's always, well, we don't just have to meet for a drink. Why don't you just come to our room? It's like, well, <laughs> well, stranger, I don't know you. I thought maybe we should get to know one another before we're naked together. Just, yeah. a, just a thought. So 
and that's like that that thirst, that hunger that people have when they come here from out of town. It's like, oh, I got two days or three days in Vegas. I'm going to fucking tear it up. That's a desperate fucking couple right there. Yeah, listen, that's fine, man. Do your thing. But I, I can't do that. No. And honestly, I don't want to. Think about all the ways that could go wrong. I mean, not only Every like way. safety perspective, but also like what if you show up and like you don't like the smell of their pheromones or something anything. Yeah. or they don't look anything like their pictures or they're total fucking slobs and you walk in and the room is a fucking disaster. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's right. so many ways that could go wrong. Yeah, that any number of things could happen. But that that's just one of those kind of, you know, situations where I, I have to I just back out. Like as yeah. soon as that line of conversation starts. Yeah, I'm afraid I can't do it. Yeah. You know, if we can meet for a cocktail under the right circumstance, and then there's the potential for play, depending on how, you know, the chemistry goes. Okay, great. Otherwise, I would just love to meet you for a drink, and and thank you very much for, you know, reaching out. Well, I actually have a lot of couples back out because I tell them, yes, we can meet for a drink and assess chemistry, but if the chemistry is not there, I'm not moving forward with it. Right. And in their minds, and it's somewhat understandable, especially if they're only here for a few days or something, in their minds, it's like, well, we would rather have the sure thing. We would rather have someone that we know is going to move forward with something, or at least is pretty sure they're going to. Yeah. I am not that person. No. I have walked away from many an opportunities because there is just not solid chemistry there. We just talked about last week, the guy we met when we were staying on the strip last week or a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I should have walked away from that because the chemistry wasn't there. And it's a reminder that I'm not going to go forward with it if it's not 100%. And so, you know, no, I'm not your sure Vegas thing. Well, and you have to be okay with that or I'm not the right fit. And we hear, I hear it a lot. I mean, obviously when I'm talking to different people, and, and like these two gals, for example, they, they're just dipping their toe into the lifestyle. They spent a lot of time in the vanilla dating world. It hadn't worked out, which is why they are where Shocking they are. Shocking nobody listening. Shocking no one. Yeah. But when it comes to couples, especially, a lot of times they'll, you know, we'll have a conversation about, you know, the last event they attended or the last party they went to. It's like, yeah, you know, we, we played with this person or with this couple. It wasn't what we were looking for, but we really just wanted to have a good time. Well, but then did you really have a good time? Right, exactly. I, why don't, I, I just, I, I don't understand that. Why don't we just kind of decide if we like each other? Because that's going to make this a whole lot fucking hotter. I can assure you with mine and Susan's connection, had we not spent an hour plus over drinks talking that first time, there's no way that our connection would be this hot. It really wouldn't be because it was drinks, a little flirtation, light touching of the leg, touching of the arm, giggling, you know, that kind of thing. And it just turns into this explosive sexual chemistry. Yeah. How the fuck am I supposed to know if that's going to be a thing if I can't meet you first? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't get it. So it, it happens. Plus, but. what if it's horrible sex? Listen, you're in Vegas. You could be spending that hour or two hours doing literally anything. Yeah. And you're choosing to have sex with someone that you don't even know if you have a connection with? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It. Yeah, it, it's nuts. Yeah. So, well, I veered off a little. Single guy tip of the week. Real fucking simple. Do the right thing. If someone reaches out to you, if they just look at your profile, whatever the case may be, nothing creepy, just a thank you, an appreciation to let them know that you noticed they stopped by, I promise your potential for meeting people will go up exponentially. I don't think that's doing the right thing. I think that's going above and beyond. I think that's so impressive. I think that very few guys would think to do that. I don't think it's a prerequisite, no. but I think it's an amazing way to kick off a connection with someone. It's not a prerequisite, but we, as I say a lot of times, and you know, the single guys that you and I interact with and talk to and have the opportunity to meet, if you want to stand out, 
you got to do the little things. Yep. And that's just one of those things. Effort. Effort is sexy. Yeah. For me, it just, you know, it gives you the opportunity to say yes or no. I don't have to be that guy. Right. Right. All I'm saying is, hey, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming by. If there's a something about a particular picture that I like, like, oh, great looking dog or, you know, nice looking <laughs> sailboat or whatever. Right. Really appreciate you coming by. That's all it takes to personalize it a little bit. And I'm telling you guys, it works. So make the effort. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, I want to get to the story today because I only know very small details here and there. I do know that this session was what led to a second session that was equally or even hotter. And once again, I don't know the details of this. I just know your reaction and your facial expressions and all these things when you come back home to me. And both times it has been obvious in so many ways that you had a fucking blast. So I'm really excited to talk about that. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. You guys, we've been microdosing, and it has been so positive for us. I'll be real. When Lumi Labs first reached out to us about their microdose gummies, I was a little hesitant just because I've never used a product like that. But they wanted to send us a sample just to get an idea of our temperature on the product. And honestly, it's kind of changed our lives. I've had horrible insomnia for years, and microdose gummies have helped significantly with that. But I would bet that Brian has seen even more benefit from it. He's recovering quicker at the gym. He has less joint inflammation. It really has helped in so many different ways. I am a huge believer in microdosing now, and I would love for you guys to check it out too. If you want to know more about microdosing THC, you can always just Google microdosing, or you can go to microdose.com and check out Lumi Labs microdose gummies for yourself. And if you want to try them, you can get 30% off and free shipping when you use our code FPS at checkout. The link will be in the show notes for you, but again, that's microdose.com code FPS at checkout for 30% off and free shipping on your first order of microdose gummies. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. It's not every day that a product comes along that I literally rave about, but Promescent has one and it's their buzzing gel. I talk about it constantly to friends, especially for those who need a little bit of additional clitoral stimulation to get them where they want to be. It's also really helped me with my masturbation. It amps my game up. I can use all sorts of different toys with it that increase the stimulation and make it more sensitive. And that's been really fun to play around with. I just think it's a fantastic product all around that any clit owning person should try at least once. That's just one product that Promescent offers. They also have an amazing line of condoms, lubes, massage oils, and so much more. See them for yourself by heading over to promescent.com today. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com to check out our favorite bedroom wellness products. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Everly Well. I have raved about Everly Well's female STD kit on this show before, and for good reason. I literally use it every other month as a main source of testing for myself to make sure that I'm staying on top of my sexual health and I'm able to communicate to my partners my status. Everly Well could not be more convenient. It is at-home lab tests at an affordable and transparent cost. They send you a kit, you complete it, you send it 
it off and you have your results in just a few days. Then you can share those those results with your primary care physician, with your partners, whomever you'd like to share them with. It could not be more convenient. I absolutely love this service. I talk about it constantly. I'm sure the people in my life are so overhearing about it, but you really should check it out. And it's not just STD testing. It's everything from overall wellness to allergy testing and so much more. If you would like to try an Everly Well test for yourself, all you have to do is head to everlywell.com slash FPS. When you do that, you're going to get 20% off your first at-home lab test. Again, that's everlywell.com slash FPS for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash FPS. So I got to be honest here. I'm going to throw myself on the sword here for a moment and just be completely honest. When you told me that you had two single women that were interacting with you digitally at the same time, because they started talking to you within days of each other. I just checked. uh, I just went back through my feed and it was literally, they're two days apart. Yeah. So, I mean, it happened right in succession. Yes. And the first one you told me about, I was like, okay. And then you told me that you were dealing with a second single woman. And I was like, ah. And it's really unfair that I thought this. But my immediate reaction was, (laughs) these are going to be needy women. (laughs) They're going to want too much of your time. They are going to maybe overstep some boundaries. I think that that's just this weird misconception I've had of women in the lifestyle that are completely single. And it's once again, it's completely unfair. It's based on past experiences, right. but it's still unfair. And the the reality is these women have been nothing but respectful and wonderful and sweet to me. I mean, one of them always reaches out and texts me after she's with you to thank me. I mean, it's just, it's been a great experience. And I'm so glad that we went down this road because it has really changed a lot of my perceptions. Well, listen, a lot of this has to do with the quality of these two women. Of course it so, does. Yes. To, just to be clear, and I'm not just saying this, these two gals are fucking exceptional. Yes. They're professional women. They're very busy in their own lives. They got plenty of shit to do. This is their way of socializing. I mean, this is just what it is. And I'm going to read to you what this particular gal, Susan, sent to me. But as we were communicating digitally in the very early stages. And this will give you some idea, I think, as to the mindset of single women who are dealing with terrible fucking experiences, you know? And then you think of women like this who get into the lifestyle thinking, this makes more sense for me. Right. Because the vanilla world isn't... It's not panning out. It's just bullshit, right? Well, and then single guys listen up. These gals have the same fucking problem in the lifestyle as they do in vanilla world. Yes. And and so I am fortunate that either of them actually reached out to me after they had some pretty shitty experiences because they both did. In fact, uh, one of them told us about some of the shitty experiences that she had. I'm surprised she ever bothered to reach out to anybody again. I'm surprised she wanted to touch another man again after some of that shit. Yeah, fucking terrible, right? So... To add some perspective to this, again, I am fortunate enough to have been contacted by these two women, and I'm digitally corresponding with both of them simultaneously. And schedules, of course, being what they are, hectic. They're both professional women. They have very serious jobs, and they're busy. So trying to organize their schedule and our schedule, it was tough. As it turned out, this particular time, you and I were downtown. We were at a resort where we do our work once a month and we just happen to be at the right place at the right time. She was off that day and she 
said, well, let me come down. Let's have a drink and, you know, see what happens kind of thing. Which it was kind of a perfect scenario because I was within walking distance of where you guys were. I felt very safe being out by myself. Right. But there were also a bajillion options for bars and restaurants around there that I could just kick it while you guys have fun. So it was it was just perfect timing. Yeah, it really was. And so to paint a picture, this particular gal, Susan, is sophisticated. She is a professional woman. She She works in the professional space. And she is so well put together. Everything about her is, she's polished is what she is. She's just polished. So I knew based on where we were going to meet, and she was familiar with the place, a great little bar, really nice cocktail lounge, very close to where we were staying. It's like a martini bar, right? It is. Yeah. She was familiar with it. She'd been there before. I just knew the type of gal that, that this was, and I was really excited to meet her. It's not often that you meet a quality woman like this. They don't come around that often, both of these gals, for that matter. I mean, you talk about hitting the jackpot. So I want to read something to you, and this should give some indication to some of these guys in this space who really believe that they're doing themselves any justice by lying or really bloviating about who they are or what they are or any of that shit. So I'm going to read this to you. This is a piece of of the message that she sent me while we were corresponding. Now I'm going to take some of it out, but this is what it says in this particular part. I'm new to the lifestyle world. It astounds me how many men lie about their age and are also horrible in all caps in bed. I naively launched into this world thinking I'd have some mind-blowing sex. That was not the case. I really wonder what sex with you would be like. Ooh. So that all stemmed from my just reaching out and thanking her for looking at my profile. Okay, that's where this started. Talk about jackpot. That's fucking hot. First of all, she sounds like she knows what she wants. She's very confident. And that last line, ooh, I love that. You should have told me that earlier. I'm so turned on right now. Well, I did. Because here's what I did. I jokingly said, now she mentioned that she's heard the show before. And she talked about listening to your escapades, but not hearing mine. And I said, I jokingly said, well, if you really want to know, there is a podcast out there that might be able to shed some light on it. Go check it out. So I referred her to the Friends with a Twist podcast. (laughs) And she went and listened to it. And after she listened to it, she responded to me again. She messaged me again. Oh, my God, that's so hot. You know, the whole nine yards. Listen, you owe Madison from Friends with a Twist like a fucking fruit basket or something. Yeah, we actually saw them at uh, Playhouse when they were in town after my first time with Susan. And I told her, I said, you know, I owe you big time because, (laughs) you know, your bragging about our time together really did help me out. And, you know, of course... All tongue-in-cheek, but I was very seriously appreciative of everything that she said. But to my point, really, it's just the little things, right? So you got guys in this space, not just the vanilla space, lying about their age, bragging about all the things that they're going to do to you when you're, they get you in bed. And she's like, "This, what a fucking waste of time. She, and she said to me when we were having drinks, I'd almost given up. She said, I was really just not going to do this anymore. I think she also just needs to vet better. Maybe I can assist her with that. We <laughs> Provide her with that. some insight. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that for sure. So anyway, we uh, planned to meet at this bar very close to where we were. You went and kind of had a drink on your own. I went and met her. And I wanted to look sharp, so I was in a dressed well. I had my suit on, no tie, but because I, I knew where we were going was very nice, and I was certain that she was going to be dressed really well, and she was. And she had this kind of mint green dress on very kind of slinky and sexy and silky and she just looked amazing as i said her skin is really 
milky white, covered in freckles with red hair. It's just a weakness of mine. Everyone well, knows this. Let me tell you, it's funny because I always talk about on the show how I can tell how excited I am based on how much time I take to get ready and how much thought I put into my appearance before I go. You were so neurotic before this meeting about what to wear. I think you brought another change of clothes. You were concerned that one of your shirts was a little too wrinkly. I'm like, I don't even see any wrinkles. What the fuck are you talking about? So I knew that you were fucking pumped for this. Yeah. Well, this again, it was unique because this is a, a woman who is closer to my age. Very well put together, as I said. Incredibly polished, sharp, smart. She's got a. Re- she's really witty. She's super sarcastic. Well, with that smart ass, I, which I love. I was also going to say though, you guys talked quite a bit before you yes. met. So I mean, I think even though you have to meet in person to be able to really assess that chemistry, you guys already had an interest in each other before this. I was pretty sure this was going to be great. Yeah, and we spoke on the phone as well, which I always like at least having that one telephone conversation prior to, to meeting, which is always nice. Yeah. And so, yeah, she agreed to meet. And we came up with a time, and so that's what we did. And we sat for about an every bit of an hour or more just getting to know one another. And I was really in no rush to move this along. And not that I wasn't trying to see her naked, because I absolutely was. But I was enjoying her company so much. And we were just laughing and just kind of bullshitting about this space and our vanilla lives and what that was like and all that kind of stuff. And it was really an engaging conversation. What she does is very interesting to me. So we really did, I think... I know we hit it off because from there, hour or so later, I sent you a text, hey, heading up to the room now. So how did that, who asked to go to the room though? She excused herself to use the restroom. She came back. I excused myself to use the restroom and she said, should we get a check? I said, yeah, absolutely. So I got the check, paid it. I said, would you like to come and join me for one more drink? And she said, absolutely. So off to the room we went. Now, there was no other drink. (laughs) I was going to say, we didn't have anything in the room. Yeah. Well, I thought, you know, we'll go have a drink somewhere else. That wasn't happening. Right up to the room. (laughs) And again, uh, this is a class act, this lady. And fucking spectacular looking, top to bottom. You've seen pictures of her. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's fucking smoking hot. So we get back to the room. And she starts to get undressed. We're, well, we're making out a little bit. We're kissing a little bit. She's sitting on the bed. And she starts really undressing me. So I quickly helped her, got my clothes off. We got her clothes off. So hold on. I want to pause for a second because I know the nature of this play session. I don't know the details, but I know yeah. the nature of it. Were you expecting her to be like a really dominant personality because she is so polished and she is so well put together? What were you expecting of I was her? Ex- I was not expecting what I got. Okay. At all. I wouldn't have either. And we'll, and I'll explain. And I guess it's unfair of me to, to have expected otherwise, but she's a powerful lady. She's a professional. She's very confident, obviously, and sophisticated. I did not expect her to be this really demure, submissive personality in bed. Yeah. That's not what I was expecting. That's kind of hot, though. exactly what I got. Yeah. And... As we have gotten to know each other, of course, it makes a lot more sense. This is a woman who makes a lot of decisions throughout the day. She has a lot of employees. She's responsible for a lot of bullshit. She does not want to have to make decisions in bed. Yeah. At all. Doesn't want any part of that. I think a lot of very high-powered women are subs. Well, I'm here to tell you, she is fucking insanely hot. So we're making out. We're slowly getting our clothes off. It seemed like forever. I was just ready to get my clothes off. 
And so she's sitting on the bed now. I've got everything off, and, and she's already naked sitting there. And she kind of scooches back a little bit. So I'm just kissing her all over, her neck, her breasts, her legs, her thighs. So I start going down on her. And, man, look, listen, like I said, milky <laughs> fucking skin. She's perfect everywhere, soft You do everywhere. love that light, light uh, skin. Yeah, it's crazy. Just so crazy to me how hot she is. So... I'm going down on her and enjoying every fucking minute of it. And as you know, as soon as my partner indicates to me that what I'm doing is working, I'm in fifth fucking gear. Yeah. So I am going to town. Eventually, I turn her over. I start going down on her from behind. I'm, now I'm going to test the water. I'm going to nibble a little bit on her thighs, nibble a little bit on her ass. I'm squeezing her her ass a little bit more just to kind of... Check the temperature, see where we're at. Was there something that you guys discussed ahead of time that made you think she would like some of that slightly more aggressive play? Only in the conversation that she and I were having. And it was not sexual in nature. I was just getting this this vibe from her that a little bit more of aggressive play was on the menu. Okay. That, that's just the, the vibe I got. And based on a few of the things that she was saying in terms of some of the experiences that were terrible that she had prior. So I kind of felt like I had a, a little bit of, of room there. Did she have a lot of just like waffly dudes or what? Like walk in, they're like, I guess we're going to have sex or what do you mean? Yeah, just lackluster. Not what they, uh, you know, what they claim to be. Didn't look like their pictures. Clearly 10 years or 15 years older than they said they were kind of <laughs> shit. You know, that's the kind I get of, that you know, a lot too. Yeah, it's, you know, that's just, that's just shitty. Some guys will send a picture and they're like, I'm 52. I'm like, oh, if you're 52 and my partner's 52, I'm sorry. You, you've done something wrong. You need to use more sunscreen or something, sir. Yeah, I just, you know, show me your ID. I need to see that. And I don't give a fuck. I like older men, but don't lie. I'm with well, her on that. Well, that's just it, right? Yeah. You don't need to lie. No. You know, this is not a girl who's, she's not 20-something. Right. You know, she doesn't, it's not required. She wants a mature person who understands their way around a, a physical being, you right. know? So anyway, she's now basically on her stomach, and I'm I'm just nibbling a little bit, squeezing a little bit harder, rubbing a little bit, and it's the moans, it's the sounds, it's the it's the gyration, you know, the the grinding, the, the, all those indicators that let me know that what I'm doing is working. There is nothing hotter than a woman grinding her pussy in your face well, from personal experience. She was grinding her pussy in my face from I was behind her, and then of course I stick my tongue gently in her ass, which. Whew. Anytime that happens, and I think that I can, that it's permissible, uh, you know, I'll kind of lick around and nibble and that kind of thing. Why do you enjoy that? Well, because I know that if you, for example, a woman who or a person who enjoys that really enjoys it. Yeah. There's not a lot of gray area. Yeah, you either hate it or you love it. It's either your thing or it's not. Yeah, it's either what the fuck, why is your tongue in my ass, or right. yes, deeper. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's one of those things you can very, for me, I can quickly tell whether that's on the table or not based on very simple gestures. I can run my hand over the top of somebody's you know, ass or just kiss around it or lick around it a little bit. And when you're pushing your ass in my face... <laughs> I'm pretty well under the impression that this is a go. That's a, that's a pretty good green light, yeah. Yeah, so this goes on for a while. And honestly, I spent a lot of time down there because I was enjoying the shit out of it. Oh, I'm sure. Mainly because of how she was reacting. Mm. And so once I was able to tell, like, this, there was a submissive streak. There was no question about it. When I got a little bit 
closer to like her neck, her lower back, her middle back, her neck, and she starts turning, looking at me, and you know, kissing me, and not grabbing. She's just basically like hands flat, grabbing the bed kind of thing, and and not being aggressive back to me. It's obvious that this is going to be a submissive play session. A little bit more of that kind of primal kind of thing. Yeah. In fact, I got a text message from her an hour before we started recording this, and we have plans to meet. I think uh, in about four days. And what what she said to me was, I cannot wait to have you growling in my ear while you're fucking me from behind. Oh, a woman after my own heart. See, that's where we're at with this gal. Oh, I fucking love the growl. God, is there anything hotter, especially right in your ear or right next to it? You feel that hot breath and the growl. Oh, it drives me fucking crazy. Well, you know, again, this is our first time together and I'm I'm very literally testing the water with everything that I'm doing. But once I I know that something's working and she's obviously receptive to it, I just continue to play off of that. And I, much like you, I found her spot at the nape of her neck. <laughs> she has a neck spot too. And she actually said to me, it, it was it was really fucking hot. At one point she turned to me, she's like, I'm not sure I wanted you to know about that spot. Oh. It's that like intense. Yeah, because it's a fu- it's like kryptonite. Oh yeah, for sure it is. Especially when it's you've got this connection. I mean, I talk about this a lot. If this wasn't a situation where I hadn't had time to you know get to know her and spend any time at all, would this have been a thing? I, I don't know. I don't know what this would have been like. Yeah. You know? All I do know is that it was fucking hot and it worked out really well. <laughs> That's all you really need to know. That's really all I wanted to know. So I'm basically kind of kissing on her and nibbling on her from behind. She turns over, and I repeat this process. We're making out, and I'm licking all over her and kissing her nipples and nibbling on her nipples a little bit, which she really likes. Oh, same and, girl. And as I'm rubbing on her, I'm using a little bit more tension, a, a little bit more you know, aggressive kind of playing and holding her wrists and that kind of thing. And it was driving her crazy, which drove me fucking crazy. It's just, just the way it was. Then, of course, she had me get on my back, and she wants to suck my cock. And this is... Listen, I talk about this a lot. Guys who enjoy going down on a woman for the sheer, their own pleasure, that's a special person. I am that person. (laughs) Yeah, you totally are. I'm that person. You are a special person. I am. And you're fucking amazing at oral. Well, when a woman does that for you, and she's not doing it in an obligatory fashion, she genuinely wants to choke on your cock. (laughs) Special lady. Special lady. Okay, in this case. Don't let those women go. No, no, no. She's looking directly at me, like literally looking through me while she's choking on my Like cock. looking into your soul with yes. her, with your cock in her mouth? There's, That's so fucking hot. Yeah, there's not a lot hotter than that. It, it, you know, I mean, literally porn star cock sucking at its finest is mm-hmm. what's going on here. So I'm kind of rubbing all over her shoulders and her arms. I've got, I'm holding her hair. I don't want her hair in the way. I'm, I'm a gentleman. And, you know, <laughs> you're choking on my cock. The least I could do is hold your hair. And, so, you know, this goes on for a bit. And then finally she gets on top of me and we're just making out. And it's really just this intense body contact. She smells fucking great. Super soft skin. She gets on her back. I go get a condom right at the edge of the at the edge of the bed on the nightstand, and so we start fucking. I'm on top of her. Okay, this is where things get really intense because <laughs> this is where they get intense. Yeah, because not the staring into your soul with the cock in no, her mouth. Well, because th- up until this point, the only this is all the reference I have in terms of what she's like sexually. Right, we haven't there has been no penetration. Right. So now she's on her back. I'm fucking her from the top, and. 
I'm really just trying to find what works for her in terms of position and where my hands need to be, you know, that kind of thing. And eventually, I went from holding her hands above her head to sitting up a bit and holding her legs. And eventually, I took her legs by the ankles and crossed her legs, and I was fucking her really hard that way. So they were like up in the air up crossed? Up in the air, mm. which was clearly next level playtime for her. This is <laughs> This worked really fucking well. And that's when the dirty talk really started. Ooh, who started it? I'm not even sure. I'm pretty sure it was her. I don't know. I could be wrong. Probably you. You're the naughty one. Probably. It was a lot of, fuck my pussy. This is your pussy. Ooh. Whose pussy is this? This is a lot of this kind of, it got naughty. Holy fuck. Fucking quick. That is so hot. Naughty fast. So we're in this position for a while because I'm really fucking enjoying the view. And eventually, I turn her over and I'm fucking her from behind. And much of the same. It's the growling in the ear, the nibbling on the neck. You know, she's reaching back and holding onto my head. This is fucking hot. And as you know, because we were together for a long fucking time. A long like time. Like three hours. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. But yes, there, it was a long fucking time. Yeah, because from there, I was... Not, I wasn't done with this at all. So I kind of get off of her a bit. I remove the condom. She starts sucking my cock again. I'm kneeling. She's basically on all fours, let's call it. And so this goes on for a little while. A little bit more dirty talk. Of course, I've got my hands through her hair. And while she's sucking my cock in this position, I'm running my hands down her back and I'm grabbing her ass. I'm spanking her ass just a little just to kind of see where, you know, where the threshold is. Oh. And again, when when you know your partner is into what's happening, when they are responsive to what you're doing, for me, man, it just changes everything. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm completely in the zone at this point. Right? Well, it's so funny because you are such a dominant personality like anytime, but especially in the bedroom. But your dominance is 100% based on the other person's pleasure. People don't get that. You can no. be dominant and still ridiculously selfless in bed and that's Absolutely. who you are well that's a, well for me I, look I, we i fuck around a lot giving single guys a hard time and rightfully so a lot of you guys deserve it because you do some dumb shit but here's the bottom <laughs> line if you're a single dude or a guy playing solo you have got to pay attention to your partner's cues and i don't care whether we're talking about a you know male partner female partner non-binary doesn't fucking matter yeah you need to be paying attention to your partner yep and if you do like I said, it just pays dividends because the physical attention and attraction that we clearly had and that she provided me, in my opinion, was 100% based on how I was reacting to her and how I was attempting, anyway, to pleasure her. Absolutely. That's the main thing. You yep. know, that, that for me is the main thing. And I think it always, we always benefit from it in the end, no question about it. So... From that position, I was so fucking amped up, I, I wanted to fuck her again. So fortunately, she was totally open to that. I reached <laughs> over, got another condom, and we start. I start fucking her again from uh, behind at, at this point because staring at her ass, I couldn't help myself. And that is, from there, she's back on her back, fucking her from top again. This time, of course, not just crossing her legs, but holding them kind of a little bit more open and really penetrating like deep penetration and the more i do that of course the more animated she becomes it, as she's orgasmic obviously so as this is happening i'm getting more worked up so eventually i came 
And then we stopped for just a brief period of time, maybe 15 or 20 minutes. Well, she started rubbing my cock. And so I... We, Wait, what, hold on. Back up. What are you doing during these 15 to 20 we're minutes? We're just laying there, rubbing on each other, touching... Just naked, yeah, yeah, hanging just out. Naked. Well, yeah. And we worked up a fucking sweat. You know, this was like a seriously <laughs> steamy session. Yeah. So... Like I said, 15, 20 minutes maybe goes by. I'm not even thinking about the fucking time. She starts rubbing my cock. She starts sucking my cock. Well, we're on again. So now she's on her back and I'm fucking her again. Oh my good, That's a fast refractory period too. Yes, Damn. it was. Yes, it was. I'm impressed, you 52-year-old man. Yeah. It, look, listen, when it works, it works. <laughs> so eventually she turns, I roll her back over. She's on her stomach now and I'm fucking her really hard, really fast from behind. And so eventually I came again and man, I just basically collapsed on her. We were both just wiped out. Ugh. And, you know, she, of course, she commented that her legs were shaking and she was a little numb. Her legs were a little numb. Let me tell you, the leg shake is how I know it's good. Yeah. I've gotten to the point now where if my legs aren't shaking by the end of it, then something went wrong. For sure. <laughs> well, this is, well, and this is the other thing, uh, single guys pay attention. When you get a text message like this the following day, which basically read, and, and I'm this, not verbatim, but, I really appreciate the time we spent yesterday. And oh, by the way, my pussy is still sore. Smiley face. Yeah, that's... Are you fucking kidding me? That's some affirmation. That is hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's F for fucking mation. That's what that is. F for fucking mation. That lets you know that things went swimmingly. So we obviously were, again, we're just kind of laying there for a little bit. It was getting late and, and I was concerned about you because you were without me. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about this because (laughs) no big deal that I was sitting someplace and you guys were playing, but it was, first it was an hour and I was like, okay, that's, this is getting to be kind of long. Then it was hour two. Then we're getting on to hour three and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm sitting at this bar and I'm five feet tall. So I had three beers. I was getting a little tipsy. I'm like, (laughs) I need to order some food. I'm like, how long is this going to take? Well, and that's always the thing, right? Because I always tell you, I, first of all, anytime I have an experience like this and I have the opportunity to be you know, play with a fucking spectacular woman like this. I always say the same thing to you. I'm not going to, I won't be long because I don't like to leave you alone <laughs> long. You know? Yeah, I know. But don't say it won't be long and then take three hours. Just fucking enjoy yourself and don't have me thinking. Because in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, hour and a half and then he'll be over right. here. Well, that's the whole thing. Like for me, a lot of times I get in my own head like, okay, I don't want to be two hours. I'm going to try not to be that long. I completely lost track of time. It was that much fun. Yeah. And then, of course... It, and you should be. You should be having fun in those moments. Yeah. But then, of course, we're done and, and you know, you start to come down. We're getting dressed. And I'm like, oh, shit. Is it that really the time? <laughs> yeah. So, walked. So again, gentlemen, you walk her back to the fucking car. You get, make sure she gets in there safe. She actually drove me to where you were. And then I went in to meet you. And I probably looked like a hot fucking mess. You looked like you had been run over by a bus. It was like, what? I'm sure I wasn't looking fucking awesome. You were sweaty. You were flushed. I was like, oh my gosh. Sat down, ordered a drink. I'm like, I need a drink. I'll tell you what happened. I gotta have a cocktail. And then you and I had like some dinner and a couple of drinks and we laughed and went back to the room. And then you and I had sex. Yes. So that was three rounds in a very quick period of time, really. Very short turnaround. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with myself. (laughs) Yeah, you should be. No wonder you were fucking tired, though, because after you and I had sex, you literally passed the fuck out. 
Yeah, I was done. That was it. I was all. It was all over for me. Uh, yeah. The last thing I remember was waking up at six o'clock in the fucking morning. That you left it. everything on the field that day. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah, I really put in a full fucking team effort. No doubt about <laughs> it. Well, look, like I said, the two gals that I have had the pleasure now of being with and the, that I'm seeing relatively regularly are fucking amazing. This woman is no exception. What's interesting to me about this play session, though, is it sounds like the sex that you and she are having is very similar to the sex you and I have. It's very similar. And in fact, it's one of the reasons I, I can't wait for you guys to meet because you, you both have a lot in common, particularly as it pertains to your sexual predilections. And it's just it's fun. And it's a it's unique because, well, here's the thing. She's a single gal. She is seeing someone else and their method of play is complete polar opposite of the type of play that she and I have. Oh, that's fun, though. It is. Theirs is a little bit more passion as opposed to the aggression. Yeah. And so she enjoys the idea of, of, of having both of those opportunities. And so I don't have to worry about fulfilling that. That's the best part of like a situation like this. Yeah, you don't have to be all things to her. You can just no. be the fucking carnal, aggressive, dominant man. Yeah, based on what she dictates. Yeah. You know, when she sends me a text message, I know that I can play off of that. When I see her, I know that, you know, this is on the table. There's no bullshit. Like I know what to expect and I know what I can do and, and what she wants me to do and not do. And it's nice to not have to worry about that. I think you that's know? so great. Yeah. You both just get to be yourselves with each other because that's the other thing is much like myself, she, it sounds like, is a different sexual being with different people based yes. on energies. I talk about this all the fucking time, but it's all about energy alignment. And you and she together just comes out as like aggressive and very primal. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Listen, it's pure fucking luck for me. Like I said, it, you know, what are the odds? It just worked out perfectly. I will also say this is probably the most turned on I've been in a very long time from you telling a story. I'm always turned on when you talk about having sex with other people, but for whatever reason, the idea of you dominating another woman and growling in her ear and all of the things that I know from you, that turns me on even more. Well, and again, a lot of this is reminiscent of how you and I play. In fact, I think the one thing I failed to mention, there was a, there was some choking going on also. Hair oh. And choking. Yes. And in fact, she she made the comment the next day. The next time I pull her hair, I'm going to have to choose another part of her head because she's basically has a bald spot now. Um, <laughs> God, I so hope she's kidding. <laughs> she was, but you know, it, it, there was definitely a level of aggression, and it and it, it escalated a little. But again, it was our first time, so I I didn't want to to push the the envelope too hard, but. It was fucking intense. It was hot. And only to be outdone by the second time she and I were together, which, of course, we'll talk about at a later date. But it's just been really fucking hot. Our correspondence is insane. Most of the time, it's really just, hey, hope you have a great day. And then sometimes it's, I really can't wait to choke on your cock. Like, that's the kind of, like, uh, that's my kind of friend. Yeah. You know I mean? That's what I'm into. Those are the best kinds of friends. Absolutely. Hope you have a great day. Don't work too hard. And oh, by the way, uh, you know, I want to choke on your cock. <laughs> Love it. Well, so I've had a couple of big realizations from you being involved with these two women that I think we should talk about very quickly as well. One of them, like I said at the beginning of the storytelling is I need to not be so close-minded just because a woman is a single woman, just like just because a guy is a single guy is not an asshole. Right. Just because a woman is a single woman doesn't mean she's going to be needy or clingy or want too much from you or any of those things. So that's been very cool for me to kind of get out of that mindset. The other part of it for me is you're playing with two women, one of whom I've met several times yes. and I really like. Yes. And even though the story that you're telling me is really freaking hot, I do think that hearing about your experiences after I've 
I've met her will heighten them even more for me. Because if I like someone, if I feel some level of trust towards them, I can just focus on how fucking hot it is when you have sex with them. Well, and that's the other thing about this. We haven't really talked about my first or my second experience with my other lady friend. They are both submissive. And that gal is even more submissive than Susan. Wow. Far more. That's hot. Yeah. So... Again, luck of the fucking draw. Don't ask me. You know, <laughs> Two hot, submissive yeah. women want to fuck you. Wow. Yeah, don't look at me. I don't know. <laughs> Something. I, I, I guess I stepped in shit. I'm not sure. I got lucky. I should play the lottery. But both of them, submissive, one even more so than the other. It, just so fucking hot. I'm really very lucky. Yay. I'm so glad that this all worked out. I'm very turned on. I'm very, I feel like I'm a little wet right now. This you is hot. You probably are because you're pretty much a slutty pants. <laughs> so we are going to record a bonus episode where we share a few more behind the scenes details. So if you've gotten to the end of this and you want more, you can get it at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We also offer things like our telegram chat group. Oh my God. I love that group. Wonderful, supportive people that are willing to answer questions. We have in-depth conversations on an array of different lifestyle topics on a daily basis. So if you want that and all of our other bonuses that we offer, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers to check it out. We also offer the naughty stuff. I just put up one of the hottest hot wave videos I think I've ever done. It was an absolute blast with a guy I really, really enjoy. The full video is available at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. And there's a lot of other fun stuff there too. Brian's OnlyFans is onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy. So if you want to see more of what he's working with, you can find it over there. Make sure you check out our upcoming events at members.frontporchswingers.com and Podbash, you guys, is happening this October, the second year of Podbash, and it's going to be even bigger and better than last year. Find all of the information at podbashevent.com. And what else do we have? I think that's it. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. But let me end on this note. While you and I have been recording this, I have just gotten a text message from Susan. Oh. This, guys, once again, it's the last time I'm going to say this. <laughs> it is in your best interest to put your best foot forward in all things related to this lifestyle. I'm going to read you the text message she just sent me. Okay. This was based on a communication that we had just a little while ago. And I want to suck your cock, just a side note. That's what she just said. I mean, really. Just, I don't blame her. It's a great cock. Just do the right thing and good things will happen. Yep. You know, just be smart, guys. That's all yeah. you got to do. Be like Brian. Then you have a bunch of hot that. women that throw themselves at you. in this particular case, you want to be like me. I promise you. That's a perfect note to end on. So uh, we hope that you guys will tune in for future naughty stories. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.